Welcome to I'd Rather Stay In, the podcast for cozy introverts. We're your hosts, Steffi Predmore and Megan Myers. This week's episode, Life Coaching. Hello. Hi, Steffi. What's new this week, Megan? Well, a lot of stuff, but I don't want to talk about it right now. (laughs) (laughs) Secrets for later. We will talk about it uh, in a future episode. You do. You have some big life changes happening, but we'll we will we'll save that for later. So, you know, I also I also know we're we're gonna save our. Megan's children going back to school rant for, for next an week. upcoming <laughs> mini so Yeah. So, you know, it's all, yeah. it's all good. It's a lot. It'll, it's a lot. There's a lot happening. I feel like there's just a lot happening for everyone. It's and true. And everyone is overwhelmed and everyone is just tired of seeing their, their families. <laughs> 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 that like the ones that they immediately live with like you're like i'm sick of your face um can i see some other faces so you know yeah. it's there's just a lot happening mm-hmm. and we're all doing the best that we can do i did want to give an update um from our enneagram episode yes that i uh i did not make my husband take the test yet still because we got some stuff going on. Yes. Um, but I figured out today that he's probably a three. And I agree with that based on what I know of Bob and your guys' relationship and all of those things. So yeah. I feel like that's that's excellent. You can like get get to the root of how you guys interact and understanding each other and you know. It's all good. Yeah. I felt pretty pleased with myself after figuring it out. <laughs> too. I was like, when I was reading the like the relationship part of it with the between threes and fives, I was like, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. So because there's so many other parts of the three that I would not think that he is, but mm-hmm. there's a lot that he is. So it just makes yeah. so much more sense now. And one of my very best friends is a three and she's like the poster child for a type three. So um, I'm very familiar with like that. Like, po- like I feel like I am very much poster child for one. You are poster child for a five. Like Aaron is poster child for a three. But then we like, we have to remember like there are people that are not just like every single thing checked off. Right. You know, like there's, they're a little bit more, maybe they have stronger wings or whatever. So um you know it's always good to like have I feel like it's always good to know people of the same that are all of the same type but very different from each other so um yeah that's a that's an excellent update good job Megan (laughs) gold star gold star for you you were supposed to do some homework I was supposed to do some homework so last week we talked about boundaries and we said that we were both going to try setting our phones aside and like across the room when we were spending time with our kids. Um, and I, so I've been trying to do that. I've been trying to be a little bit better about it. I don't, I'm not always successful just depending on what's happening and where my brain is, but I have been trying to do that. Uh, something that has helped me with that a little bit is like in the morning, if she and I are playing, I put on a podcast or something and then I can set it across the room because I 
I don't pay attention to podcasts as well if I'm like also scrolling on my phone. Mm-hmm. So like playing the podcast helps my brain be like, okay, this is like, we're not scrolling on our phone. We're focusing on playing with the baby, but my brain is still like, cause I mean, I'm not gonna lie. She's six months old. Like there's only so much that you can do. And then my <laughs> brain like, <laughs> she's very entertained, but at some point my brain starts to wander. Mm-hmm. So like the podcasts help and I feel like she's, I feel like she must be obviously absorbing all of the words and becoming brilliant. So there you go. How, of course. How did it go for you? Um, so uh, I've just been so busy that I haven't even like had my phone. Well, there you really. go. So I guess technically it worked. I guess it's going uh, great for you. <laughs> <laughs> because I will just leave the room and go somewhere else and I don't even have it on me. So... Well, there you go. That's been very effective. <laughs> Successful. Good job. Gold stars all around. We all get an we A+. We both, both managed to win. Uh, yes, I love that. I love when we all win. Oh, of course. Well, today's topic is something that I have been fascinated with and intrigued by for a long time, life coaching. We hear the term a lot, but what exactly does it mean? Who should do life coaching? How can it help you? To answer all of Megan's questions, we have invited Danny Faust to join us. In addition to being an expert in manifesting and a metaphysical practitioner, and you know we're going to talk about that too, Danny is an intuitive life coach and all-around badass. Welcome, Danny. Hi, girls. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for being here. Danny, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, well, I am a mom of two and a wife of one. And like you guys said before, I am sick of seeing their faces. Um, (laughs) I was a blogger for about a decade, and I'm currently a podcaster at uh, Manifested Sis. And I do life coaching with a manifesting kind of spin. And um, as you mentioned, I am a metaphysical practitioner. So that just means I do Reiki and energy healing, as well as using my intuitive skills when I'm assisting my clients. Wow. <laughs> so many follow-up questions already. I know, right? <laughs> Danny is legitimately one of the most fascinating people I know. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So I have always been curious about life coaching, but I don't really understand like what it means. So what does life coaching mean in the most general sense? In the most general sense, it's it's a relationship. It's a relationship between coach and client where you enter into conversations to help the client get from point A to point B. And how it looks in between is really, it really depends on the coach and the client, but it's really to help someone get to where they want to get in life. So you are specifically, you say that you are an intuitive life coach. So talk to us a little bit more about what that specifically means yeah so well first of all i believe that everybody is intuitive just to varying degrees and um for some it comes more naturally than others the same way some people have to really really study at math and some people just get it so it's similar to that kind of natural ability but everyone can end up doing the math so um intuitive life coaching i kind of blend my clairs i don't know if you guys have heard of that claircognizance clairvoyance audience you may have heard mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. so I blend that those skills uh, or gifts with the 
coaching modalities and tools that I've learned and I kind of smush them together <laughs> to help my yeah. clients in the way that makes the most sense for them. So using my intuition, I'm able to kind of commune with spirit, get answers that maybe a coach who isn't connected to spirit wouldn't be able to get for that client. Um, and I also teach my clients to not rely on my intuition and really open up to their own. So I help them in addition to the mindset and the practical strategies and you know the accountability and helping them with the goals, goals, goals. I also teach them to open to their intuition and do tools like their own energy work and meditation and things like that to help them help themselves after we're done working together. And is that how the Reiki kind of plays into that? Yeah, so Reiki is something I do. I do do it with my clients, but I do that separately. Um, Reiki is an energy modal, uh, energy healing modality, and I use that as well as um, crystal therapy or just kind of uh, other energy uh, healing modalities to shift um, the energy. So we're all energy, <laughs> and <laughs> we ha- and it's in different densities. And sometimes we might have resistance to certain things because there's a part of us that is blocked with a heavy or dense energy. So I'm able to kind of go in and clear it out. You guys might have heard of like chakra clearings and things like that. So mm-hmm. I'm able to kind of go in, sense from uh, even before I I meet you in person, just kind of sense what is blocked and where and kind of help you clear it out on your own or do it for you if need be but I am really I prefer to equip my clients so that they can they feel empowered to do this work on their own and not feel like I have to pay someone to clean this out of me when they can really just do it on their own that's Mm -hmm. awesome and I feel like you know it's that sort of like teach a man to fish Absolutely. Feed them for a lifetime kind of mentality of, you know, I'm not going to make you rely on me every time you want to check this out because you do, like, we all have that within us to do some work on ourselves. So I think that's really cool that you help them, you know, kind of find that within themselves and figure that out. Absolutely. I would be wary for anyone listening. I would be wary if you met with any type of metaphysical practitioner who made you feel like you needed them in order to commune with spirit or do energy work. If they make those kind of statements, run, don't walk, because you have the power yourself. Sure. Those those are probably the people that are like trying to trying to take your money. Yeah, that's (laughs) Miss Cleo, and like, oh no, you've got a a hex on you. Give me five hundred dollars, and I'll clear it. It's like (laughs) yeah. So I actually know other people who suddenly decided to become life coaches. And that kind of makes me think of like that concept where people just suddenly like want to be life coaches. And I'm not sure they really are thinking about that on like such a deep level that you are. But I'm interested to learn more about how you decided to become a life coach. Well, I just started like five minutes ago, but it's doing really well. (laughs) (laughs) So... So yeah, um, right after I graduated college, I knew that I was going to go deeper into my education. So I started um, a marriage and family therapy uh, master's program. I quickly changed that to family therapy. And then I quickly changed that again. And I was like, you know what? I think therapy's not for me. (laughs) 
They might kick me out if I keep changing stuff. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Be here a million years. (laughs) Exactly. I was just prolonging this process. So I was like, let me take a break and, you know, figure out what I want. And that's when I stumbled upon coaching um, after working with a career coach myself. And um, what she she guided me through this conversation wherein I found the answers. She just asked the right questions for me to have my aha moments. And I felt like since I had done therapy in the past, I was like, this is better than therapy. Like, I'm not crying, mm-hmm. but I get the good outcome that I want. <laughs> <laughs> I still love my mom. I don't like, have that great. emotional hangover. <laughs> yes, exactly. And it and it's still kind of like uprooted what needed to get uprooted and shifted. Mm-hmm. So that's when I was like, okay, this is what I'm going to do with the rest of my life. So I went to NYU, I took a coaching certification course and since then a million other courses <laughs> but mm-hmm. and then I just hung my shingle and and got started I just knew that I would be able to I'm nosy I love to ask people questions so mm-hmm. I knew that I'd be able to ask the right questions to kind of tease out their aha moments too so I think I also think that you just hit on something that I, I feel like Megan was sort of alluding to before like you you have certifications in coaching. Mm-hmm. Like you studied that. This is not just you weren't just like ah, I can, I can do that. You know. So here's the thing. I don't feel like it might be very, very necessary to go take a full-on course. Sure. What I do think is necessary is um, the desire to really help and transform lives. Uh, Mm -hmm. a shit ton of life experience to draw upon uh, some level of intelligence and a true desire to help. Like that's probably number one is the true desire to help. And yeah, read a coaching book, learn how to ask questions, learn how to, to do more than just say, here's how I did it. Go do, go copy that because everyone is a unique, beautiful rainbow unicorn and they need a special kind of nuanced, um, shoot, I forget the word I'm looking for approach. Sure. So I think that maybe you don't need to take a full-on six-week course, but you do need to learn how to ask the right questions instead of just tell, 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 word vomit, and then send people on their way. Yeah. I feel like listening is a big part of that. Crucial. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So manifesting is a huge part of your business. If anyone was paying attention before, your podcast is Manifest It, Sis. Uh, So... I'd really love to hear more about this, what manifesting has done for your own life and the lives of your clients. Yes. Um, I love manifesting. I could just talk about it all day long. <laughs> and the podcast. <laughs> um, so, okay, it is a big part of my business. Um, it's kind of like my bright and shiny thing that I dangle. And I'm like, hey, everybody, look, manifest, get what you want. Mm -hmm. And then when I get them in, I like hook them, I yank them in. And I'm like, haha, now you got to change your life with mindset and (laughs) all these tools. (laughs) Gotcha. Um, And then I help them transform inside and out. And Mm -hmm. in doing so, you it's natural that you manifest what you want. So um, spoiler alert, it requires like the real heavy lifting. Um, But um, what has it done for me? Jesus, ah, it child okay so the biggest thing I think I manifested is my kids I was -hmm. told by the doctors that I could not have children naturally and I was you know devastated of course but I started saving up for IVF treatments and during that whole time um low-key depressed I was like you know what let me put my manifesting tools towards this and I did and 
I magically, I, and I still maintain to this day that it's magic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I magically conceived my son and I thought that was it. I was like, okay, well, you know, every, I'm never getting anything I want after this because sure. clearly I used up all my juice with God right now on this. <laughs> so thank you. I'm not asking for shit again ever. Right. And um, surprise, my daughter came like less than two years after she was born. So I was like, whoa. And then I just kind of recognized the power. I, I, I knew manifesting was a thing. And I knew that the power of the mind and the power of our energy is, is just so transformative and literally magical. Mm-hmm. But that just solidified it to me. And I was just like, okay, well, what else can I do? <laughs> <laughs> I got the power. Yeah. So, I mean, I manifested my home, which looks really spooky, similar to the one that I had on my vision board, like five years prior to moving oh, wow. to Florida. Yeah. And my husband, I manifested him. That's actually the pop- most popular podcast episode is how I manifested my husband. <laughs> awesome. And, um, I will find that. We will link to that in the show notes yeah. for our listeners. And my clients, they get massive um, transformations. A lot of what my, my clients come to me for is business success and manifesting you know, wins in their business life. And so they have had massive up levels in their income, uh, shifts in their business that, you know, the clarity that they received kind of brought them an influx of clients, things like that. So, yeah. It's I love that. That's fun. awesome. Me- Megan and I, so the first um, Mediavine conference that Megan planned, the keynote speaker, oh, Megan, you're going to have to help me with her name. Kathleen Shannon. Kathleen Shannon. So she spoke about, and she talked about having a hot shit list and like having that list of like your dream like clients or whatever it is that you're doing um and that she you know has this whiteboard where she like literally has empty spaces to where she fills that she's you know i'm gonna fill this these spaces with clients and when i started my job now like i was like okay i'm doing it i have the whiteboard and i'm making the empty spaces and i'm making space for this and it fucking worked yes Yes. It was awesome. I was so I'm a big fan of like that kind of stuff and like the hot shit list and but I do think like cuz you said you know you hook your clients in and are like okay, you have to put in work. That it's not you're not just like sitting and like chanting om and like things are just magically happening around you, right? Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of people, what they know about manifesting, they hear of the law of attraction from the secret. Mm-hmm. And that kind of gets people a little off track because it made it seem like you just think about the Corvette and there it comes. <laughs> and it's like, no, <laughs> there's mm-hmm. a lot in between that. Um, both energetic work, mindset work, and actual physical, tangible actions. So, yeah, there's a lot in between. But that um, hot shit list and you kind of making space on that whiteboard is so powerful because you literally made the space for it. You had a place for the energy to go, mm-hmm. and you had intention of what you wanted the energy to do when it got there. And boop, you, you made it happen. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, okay, I'm doing this. This might be a little woo-woo, but I'm going to do it. But it turns out I'm really big into things that are woo-woo. So there you go. (laughs) It's just hidden, hidden inside of you. (laughs) It is true. So how can someone know if life coaching is something that is right for them? Well, like hiring a life coach. Yeah. Um, You know, if you are someone who is post-therapy or 
in between therapists and you want support that is not as deep um, it might be for you if you are someone who has you just feel stuck like okay what's next what now which way do I turn you have so many ideas so many options you don't know which is the right path to take then coaching might be for you or maybe you know the path you have to take you see this long to-do list of what you have to do and it's just overwhelming and you need that accountability and a guide and support life coaching might be for you anything that's gonna help you get from point A to point B is what I always say and it just kind of shortens the distance between where you are now and where you want to be so if you're not where you want to be get a coach it might shorten that distance up really quick for you that's awesome um and so in addition to life coaching as we said you're a metaphysical practitioner i did an intuitive reading with you not too long ago it was amazing i was like gushing to everyone about it immediately got on marco polo and all my friends was like oh my god i gotta tell you about this um but please tell our listeners more about this side of what you do because obviously you know you said that it connects to the life coaching but then you also do you offer those um those services on their own and i'm again endlessly fascinated yeah so yeah i definitely use all my tools in my coaching i kind of pour a lot into my coaching clients um, but i do have my a la carte menu and on that side i do so i trained as a reiki practitioner which is again one of the energy healing modalities and that's really just that universal chi that you might have heard of that that mm-hmm. universal life force energy um that gets channeled through a practitioner like me and put into you and kind of goes wherever it needs to go to heal. Um, I'm also able to see, so I told you about the clairs. I have the four main clairs, so I'm able to kind of see a person's chakras and see what areas I need to just kind of clear out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And I do um, other energy healing modalities, like I will help cut cords and remove blocks from people as well as doing just straight up psychic readings um, and intuitive readings I use sometimes I'll use um, oracle cards or and sometimes I just answer the question straight up but it's all communing with source communing with spirit and always to the benefit of the client so I know some people are like oh that's the devil that's witchcraft it's like ah, get out of here <laughs> it's all for your highest good um, yeah. and I always protect myself and the client before we start our session by calling in only the most high white crystalline healing light for the se- for the session so it's never any like doom and gloom fire and brimstone stuff yeah not like oh well you're gonna go out your door and be hit by a bus it was nice knowing you bye that's <laughs> <laughs> not <laughs> what you do that only happened a few times <laughs> So, okay, this is a, a little bit of a rabbit trail, but how did you find out that you, or discover? Yes, those? that was going to be my question. <laughs> like, I got, I've got to know. <laughs> I've got to know how you discovered your Claire's. Okay, so the the short answer is I've always had them and, and kind of hid them. Um, but so my my brother passed away um in 2016 and after that i sought out the help of a medium to try and contact Mm -hmm. him i was just lost you know at the time and the medium contacted him it was 
an amazing experience. Um, she was even calling me the nickname that he called me, which is not a normal nickname. So I was like, okay, she's really, <laughs> she's really right. doing something here. How would she know that? Um, right. So I, after speaking with her, she was like, oh yeah, by the way, you can do this too. He had the gift and so do you. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> um, <laughs> so when, then she explained, she was like, yeah, you know, you have this gift yada yada I was like all right cool you know before that I kind of thought that I was just good at reading people like I can smell a liar but I feel like we all can you know mm-hmm, we, mm-hmm. we know when someone's BSing but so that night literally that night I went to bed and I had the most wild crazy dreams and I had it was just like filled with memories the next morning I woke up I felt like I was a new person I had all these memories of when I was a child having prophetic dreams and telling my mom and my mom getting scared having um memories of being a little baby like two three four and saying who's that mommy and like pointing at a woman that I can clearly see now and remember was my great grandmother who had already passed away and my mom getting freaked out and like running picking me up and like running to the other side of the house yeah so all of these like memories from really young came back and I recognized that I assumed as a you know my young brain thought that okay telling mommy about my dreams equals mommy gets sad and mad pointing out these people makes mommy sad and mad so I I just kind of shoved it down I pretended it wasn't happening until I just really separated myself from those gifts um as a a young child and then around like 12 13 I was doing some stuff that I didn't even I, I didn't put two and two together I took a regular card deck and I kind of made up a tarot kind of thing (laughs) from it and I was like doing readings on my friends just for fun like hey okay the boy likes you oh no the boy doesn't like you (laughs) whatever right little things like that so I kind of was pulling into this without recognizing like oh I have something here I was collecting crystals but I wasn't collecting crystals I was just like oh these are pretty rocks I want to keep these rocks Mm -hmm. so I I had it all along but I wasn't recognizing it and then when this woman said oh by the way it just kind of flooded all back to me and I was just like what who am I what am I where am I yeah um and then a couple years later like for the two years after that that um session with her I just kind of started learning I found some guides and mentors and it just felt like it just so naturally fit in with the coaching that I just started offering it alongside it that is so cool yeah that's amazing that 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 session with the medium just sort of like broke the dam yeah I feel like she did something I feel like there was a a, like a balloon in there and she popped it like (laughs) welcome to the dark side that's amazing I I am that's so cool that's so cool. I actually, I am supposed to be, I just remembered, I'm supposed to be seeing a medium with my my in-laws. They've been to this gal like once or twice, um, but I'm supposed to be, it'll be my first time going um, here in the, I think in like a month or so. Um, so I'm very, I'm like very, uh, I don't know what to expect. So, which is basically what I, I said before I had my reading with you too. So <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> trying to like go in with like very open my like just a no expectations I guess um like I I'm I guess because I would hope that I would hear that my mom would come through but I'm trying to go in with no expectations but um I just I I do I think that people I and I do I think that people get freaked out by 
this kind of stuff because they're like, oh, it's evil, it's scary, it's dark. But I don't think that it is. So everything is love. Yeah, everything is love. And yeah. if you're your per- the person that you're trying to reach that has crossed over, um, loved you on this side, they love you so much more profoundly from the other mm-hmm. side. So it can only be love. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, so cool. Hmm. Well, if someone is interested in booking time with you uh, for any of the services that you offer, how can they do that? Yeah. Um, so they can just go to bit.ly slash manifest with Danny. Um, that'll take you to my my blog, okdanny.com. And then there's the whole work with me thing. So that link will take them there. Um, and I'm always on Instagram. And I love it when people just slide into my DMs for a reading. <laughs> <laughs> on Instagram, I'm the Danny Faust. So you can reach me there. Awesome. And then your podcast, where can they listen to your podcast? And what can they, you know, kind of expect from Manifest It, Sis? Oh, that podcast is everywhere. So find <laughs> yes. me anywhere you want to listen, I'm there. Um, and yeah, I talk about um, personal development type stuff. And I also talk about the manifesting. Listen, I'm a Virgo. So I need that practical, like tangible stuff. <laughs> so I need that, you know, goal setting logistics but then I also am like yay Reiki energy so (laughs) I I smush both of them together for my listeners um, so they'll get a balance of the woo-woo and the practical love it yeah love that I love I love having a a balance of woo-woo and practical I feel like that's that's very me yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) that uh I I feel like I have questions in my brain that are like are not coming out to my mouth which is annoying but <laughs> maybe i'll slide into your dms later she'll be sliding into feel your free. dms we'll be like Danny, come back we got more questions <laughs> feel free anytime thank um, you so much for joining us on the podcast thank you for having me i appreciate it so we always end our podcast with by talking about joy so danny what is something that is making you happy right now Oh, gosh. You know what's making me happy is the Hamilton on Disney+. Plus. Yes. I'm obsessed. <laughs> I'm obsessed. So and all I do is sing. And now I sing, talk, everything. And my husband's going to kill me. But I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it never gets old. Like, no. no matter how many times you watch it or listen no. to the soundtrack, it never gets old. It gets better. <laughs> yes. yes. I've been meaning to watch it with the subtitles on. And I just haven't <sighs> had, like, three hours to sit down and do that. <laughs> I know. I know, right? Because like you don't want. I like personally. I I don't want to sit and like watch half of it and like come back. I want to sit and watch it all. Right. Like, leave me alone. <laughs> Everybody, shut up for three hours. And I feel like I do know the whole sound. Like I feel like I have it memorized. But also, what if I'm missing words? Like I need to see what I might be There's, missing. They say some There's like so they much. say stuff really fast in some of those songs. Like totally. you gotta you gotta get it. You gotta get uh, those all those little words. Very important. Now I feel like I'm gonna watch it again. Like. Same. over the weekend when I have some time <laughs> do it I think that's the greatest idea yeah yes. uh, yeah have a glass of wine turn on the subtitles it's perfect yeah it's a great weekend kick everyone out of my house Ugh, if only. tell them to go the hell away for a while <laughs> it's it's too hot where are they gonna go mm, I don't know I don't, who cares as long as Steffi, what is bringing you joy this week? So I discovered a new-to-me podcast uh, called You're Wrong About. It's been around for a while, but I just discovered it. 
and I'm kind of obsessed with it. They basically the the hosts every episode they sort of like debunk like the common understanding of certain things that are let's just like in like that we that we just like talk about or um so sometimes they're um like historical things like i listened to an episode about anastasia and an episode about marie antoinette um i listened to one about jeffrey dahmer i listened to one about i i listened to a bunch because i was driving to and from i drove up and back from chicago this weekend um so i just like binge listened to a bunch of them i listened to one about like the combine shooting i listened to one on like human trafficking and like just super to me like super interesting things as they dive in and they're like here is what actually happened or here is what this person was actually like um and you know here's what we normally think about here's what the media has made us think about how this went down but like here's how it actually happened here's why it's important to understand the like reality behind it like all of that stuff so uh, there's a bunch of episodes and I am obsessed right now. <laughs> so I will probably have listened to all of them and then I'll be like, have the sads because I binged them all like a TV show. But there you go. Uh, well, then you could start watching um, Adam Ruins Everything, which is kind of the same. Oh, yes. I, I love yeah. I love that show. I Yes. It's great. I love when people ruin things for me. Apparently. It's just like my favorite thing. I just want ruin it with to facts. Ruin everything with facts. Science. <laughs> <laughs> Megan, your turn. Um. So I have been rewatching Sex in the City, the which uh, <laughs> it's like, uh, it's real bad. Yeah. Like I did not. I mean, I was. I was like, oh gosh, when it first came out, I was like in college, I guess I was in college for most of it, but like, there's just a lot going on there. And also I'm older than the women in the show Mm. are supposed to be. So that's really weird for me. And (laughs) I am embarrassed by the clothing. (laughs) Right. It's one of those where like, it's bad, but it's different than like friends that you watch now and you're like oh god that's like problematic like for me sex in the city you watch and you're like i don't know there's like a different oh don't there's plenty of problematic stuff I, in sex there's in the city. Pl- plenty of t- plenty of problematic stuff in it but like to me it's like I, my reaction to it is different than it is when i watch something like i don't know like friends or something where i'm like ugh, is this really as funny as uh no it's not i don't know yeah, maybe it's because Friends is supposed to be a comedy, and maybe I'm not, I'm not and sure what Sex in the, the City was supposed like to maybe, be. I think it was maybe always supposed to be a little bit of a hot mess. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I've been I've been enjoying the rewatching it, but it's also been like, oh, this is this is weird. And you also, was- I text I texted you last night where I was like, I jo- I watched a single episode where Carrie had three or four different Dior saddlebags. Sure, for whatever reason, you know. Switching but that purse is three thousand dollars for one <laughs> so the realism is not exactly there but no i also i also liked how you mentioned that you were sort of having a crisis because you had never really understood like why she was so attracted to big and now you're like oh yeah i get it oh because you know he was a jerk but then also 
when you rewatch it as as a real adult, you're like, oh, actually, she's a dummy and psychopath. Not psychopath, but like she's the crazy person in the whole series. Whatever. Anyway, it's not a good look for Carrie, but big. (laughs) He's much sexier now. That's the whole thing. (laughs) Getting old is weird. It it is. That's the short story. It's a real mind fuck. That's all there is to it. So with all this going on, next week is going to be a mini-sode. Yeah, so we'll be right back here kind of giving you a little update about stuff. But until then, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and listen to us on your favorite platform. You can also follow us on social media at IRSI Podcast or send us an email at I'd rather stay in podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Talk to you soon. Shh.